0: The Jack Benny Program, presented by Lucky Strike. Be happy, go lucky,
1: be happy, go lucky strike. Be happy, go lucky, go lucky strike
2: today.
1: Friends, the enjoyment of a cigarette depends on the way it tastes. And Lucky's taste better than any other cigarette. Here's why the taste of anything depends on two things. What it's made of how it's made now in a cigarette you've got to begin with fine tobacco that's right there's no substitute for fine tobacco don't let anybody tell you different and LSMFT lucky strike means fine tobacco but that's not all you get in a lucky strike you get unexcelled quality as well this is why every lucky strike is round and firm without annoying loose ends to stick to your lips it's why luckies are always fresh and smooth smoking Yes, you can depend on Lucky's fine tobacco and superior workmanship to make Lucky's smooth, mellow, better tasting from first puff to last. Try a carton soon. You'll discover Lucky's tastes better than any other cigarette. So be happy, go Lucky!
2: Be happy, go Lucky, be happy, go Lucky Strike. Be happy, go Lucky, go Lucky Strike today.
0: Strike program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, the Sportsman Quartet, and yours truly, Don Wilson. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is with great pride that I bring you the star of our show. The man who was the inspiration for that beautiful ballad, Too Young. (laughs) And here he is, Jack Benny.
3: Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hello again, this is Jack Benny talking, and Don, that was a very clever introduction. So I think it's only fair that I tell the audience that you, too, were the inspiration for a song. Oh, really? What song? My Truly, Truly Fat. (laughs) Don, here it is, only the second program of the season, and already you had to give me a sarcastic introduction. Sarcastic? Jack, believe me, I didn't mean it to be. Oh, you didn't mean it to be. Well, look,
0: Don, we have a long show to do
3: tonight, so let's not... Jack,
0: Jack, if I had any idea that you would misconstrue what was meant to be a compliment, I certainly wouldn't have said it.
3: Okay, okay, (laughs) let's forget
0: it. And now, ladies and gentlemen... I can't forget it. I wouldn't say anything to hurt you for the world. All right, Don. As a matter of fact, when I thought of that introduction, I told it to my wife, and she said, Donald, that was beautiful. I'm so glad you're not going to say anything to make that old goat
3: unhappy. What? Don, your wife called me an old goat?
4: Well... uh, Don, does
3: your wife know about the new contract I gave you?
0: Well, yes, Jack, and it's not so different. I've always worked from week to week.
3: Well, this year you're working from word to word. (laughs) I can fire you between L.S. and M.F.T.
4: <laughs> now, go and sit down.
3: Now, wait a minute, Jack. Huh? If you
0: feel that my services are no longer needed on this program, just say the word and I'll go.
3: Down, forget it. Sit down, will you? Ladies and gentlemen... Tonight, we're going to do a very... Oh, oh, hello, Mary.
5: Hello, Jack. I'm sorry I'm late.
3: Oh, that's all right.
5: I'll tell you what happened. I was driving down Sunset Boulevard. I made a left turn from the wrong lane, and a cop stopped me.
3: No kidding. Did you get a ticket?
5: Well, he was going to give me one, but I talked him out of it.
3: Oh. I
5: told him I was a working girl, and I didn't have much money, and Uh right now, especially tough on me, because I was sending my brother through college.
3: Well, did he believe that?
5: He didn't seem to, so I opened my purse to show my brother's picture. I was so nervous, I showed her a picture of my sister Babe instead.
3: Oh, then you were really in trouble.
5: No, it worked.
3: (laughs) Now, wait a minute, Mary. I know we kid a lot about Babe, but how could anyone mistake her for a man?
5: Well, fortunately, when this picture was taken, Babe had just come home from a football game, was still wearing her helmet. (laughs) Well, I
3: imagine that broken nose helped a little, too. eh? Anyway, Mary, I'm glad you didn't get a ticket. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for our feature... I've got my pride, you know.
0: (laughs) Don, forget it. I won't forget it. If I'm not wanted on this program, I'll leave.
5: Uh, Jack, what's wrong with Don?
3: Oh, it's nothing. Nothing, he says, after all I've done for him. Now, just hold it a minute, Don. What have you ever done for me? I'll tell you
0: what I've done for you. I've been on this program 17 years. And for 17 years, I've been eating and eating and stuffing myself just so you can do jokes at my expense. What? How many laughs would you get if I weren't a big, fat (laughs) slob? Don Wilson, I've never
3: called you that. Well, you've thought it many a time.
5: Jack Benny, you ought to be ashamed of yourself.
3: Ashamed of myself for what? I knew this whole thing would be twisted around where it would all be my fault. My mother hates you, too. (laughs) Dennis, this doesn't concern your mother, and it doesn't concern you, either. Oh, hello, Mr. Benny. Hello. (laughs) Now, this is just between Don and myself.
5: Now, wait a minute, Jack. What concerns one member of the cast concerns all of us. Look,
0: Mary, you can keep out of this, too. Now, wait a minute. You can't talk to Mary like
3: that. Oh, I can't, eh? Well, let me tell
0: you
1: something.
3: Hold it, hold it, hold it. (laughs)
1: Stop this bickering. We've got to stick together. We're still in radio.
4: (laughs) Phil, the
3: whole thing is Don's fault. He not only gave me a sarcastic introduction, but now he tells me that I owe my whole career to him that if he didn't eat and get fat i would have no show at all well jackson
6: donsey's got a point there what look what i have to do to live up to the character you gave me
4: <laughs>
6: look phil do you think i like to drink <laughs> Do you think I like to spend my time in pool rooms and cocktail bars and staggering home at 4 o'clock in the morning? Do you think I enjoy that? (laughs)
3: Now, Phil, let me get this straight. You mean to say you do all this just for my program? That's right. Well, then let me ask you something. We weren't on the radio last night. How come I saw you lying in the gutter? Rehearsal, Dad. (laughs) Rehearsal. Well, Phil, in that case, I owe you an apology. Is there anything I can do to make amends? Well, I'm not sure. What does a man's (laughs) mean? Just forget it. Now look, kids. Now look, I've listened to all your complaints. Don claims he stuffs himself at the table so he can be fat for my program. Phil claims he drinks a lot so he can remain in character just for my show. Well, let me tell you something. I make sacrifices, too, to get laughs. Do you think it's easy for me to be stingy and cheap? (laughs)
5: Well, this is a loyalty test if I ever heard one.
3: (laughs) Never mind. Now, Dennis, it's time for your song. What are you going to sing? Mary
7: Rose. Good. I was going to sing too young, but I didn't want to start another fight. All right.
8: (laughs) When your eyes are smiling, you look sad. So beguiling, every rose, every care goes fleeting when our lips are meeting. any role When they throw confetti they...
3: was Mary Rose sung by Dennis Day. And now, ladies and gentlemen...
7: Well, that's certainly a fine way to start a season. What? I just sang a song and you didn't even compliment me.
3: Look, Dennis, I don't have to compliment you every time you sing a song. After all, you're getting paid, aren't you? No. What do you mean, no? That's why I have to wear these old clothes all the time. What are you talking about? You've been with me over ten years now, haven't you? Uh Uh-huh. And after every broadcast, haven't I sent you a check? Uh Uh-huh. Well, what do you do with the money when you cash them?
4: Oh, cash
5: them!
3: (laughs) Mary, give me an Alka-Seltzer, will you please?
5: (laughs) Well, Jack, I didn't want to embarrass you in front of everybody, but since we're on the subject, I'd like to talk about the check you sent me last week. What about it? It bounced.
3: Wow, you mean it came back marked insufficient funds?
5: No, improper signature.
3: My check? Well, I remember signing it, Jack
5: Benny. I know, but you left off star of stage, screen, and radio.
3: (laughs) Oh, yes, that's my commercial account. I'm sorry. Now, let's get on with the program. Uh, Let's get on with the program, unless the delegate from Encino has a complaint. (laughs) Phil, uh, is there anything wrong with your check? No, I just show it to Alice. We have a good laugh, and that's the end of it.
4: (laughs) Phil, (laughs) Phil,
3: Alice can laugh at Glenn McCarthy's
4: checks. (laughs) Believe me.
3: Now, kids, let's drop all of these arguments and get on with the program. Now, ladies and gentlemen, for our feature attraction tonight... Oh, who can that be? (laughs)
6: Hello? Hello, Mr. Billy, this is
3: Rochester. Rochester, I'm just ready to do a play. What do you want?
6: Well, boss, don't get mad, but I broke one of your golf clubs.
3: Rochester, you had work to do. Why'd you go out and play golf?
6: I didn't go out. I used them to clean the house. <laughs> Now oh,
3: that's ridiculous. How could you clean house with golf clubs?
6: Easy. I wrap rags around the driver and use it to mop the floors. What? I did the kitchen in four strokes, the pantry in five. I had trouble in the hall, but coming through the den, I was three under par. <laughs> well,
3: if there's any way of making play out of work, you'll find it. I'm surprised you didn't try this little trick of yours in the living room.
6: Oh, I wanted to, but that dust on the piano is worse than a sand trap.
3: <laughs> that I know. It's your fault, too. Now, Rochester, put away my golf clubs.
2: Rochester, honey. Hang up that phone and let's finish the game.
3: <laughs> Rochester, who was that? My caddy. <laughs> I'll be home in about an hour, so you better have dinner ready.
6: Yes, sir. goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, say, boss. Now what? That check you gave me last week that had my first raise in salary bounced.
3: Oh, for heaven's sake, what was wrong? Improper signature? No. Insufficient funds? Nope. Then what was wrong? They
4: just wouldn't believe it.
3: Oh, well, we'll have it notarized. Don't worry. Goodbye.
4: Goodbye!
3: Funny how a checking account can get so messed up. Now, where was I?
5: You were getting ready to start our sketch.
3: Oh, yes. Now, ladies and gentlemen, for our feature attraction tonight, we're going to do a dramatic play. Our version of Warner Brothers' great Technicolor production, Captain Horatio Hornblower. Hornblower. Now, in this sketch, I will play the part of Captain Horatio Hornblower. Naturally.
5: <laughs> now,
3: Mary, you're going to play the part that Virginia Mayo played in the picture.
5: Oh, Lady Barbara.
3: That's right. And towards the end of our sketch, you're delirious with yellow fever. And while I'm nursing you through your crisis, you fall madly in love with me.
5: I bet I know why. Why? While I was delirious, you looked like Gregory Peck. <laughs> Thank
3: you. Anyway, you're Lady Barbara, and you were sent on a special mission by the Duke of Wellington. Hey, he's got a great orchestra. That's Duke Ellington. <laughs> oh.
4: Oh. <laughs> now,
3: Phil... Phil, you're going to be the first mate And Don, you're going to play the part of an admiral Well, an admiral, that sounds real important It is, Don, you're going to be one of the biggest admirals You have a 19-inch screen Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wouldn't be able to play that part If I didn't stuff myself just for you Look, Don, don't do me any favors I'll change that part You'll just be a member of my crew And finally we come to you, Dennis It's about time Dennis, you're going to play the part of El Supremo El Supremo? Yes. He's an unscrupulous, power-mad, ruthless, bloodthirsty cutthroat who'll stop at nothing to get what he wants. Gee, that's my agent. (laughs) No, El Supremo happens to be a Spanish rebel. Now, Don, set the scene for our play, will you? Okay. Ladies and
0: gentlemen, our version of Captain Horatio Hornblower. In the year of 1807, all that kept Napoleon from dominating the entire world was England's gallant navy. One of England's smaller ships was the Lydia, a wooden sailing vessel carrying only 32 cannons. But making up for what she lacked in firepower was the bravery, wisdom, seamanship, and daring of her commander, Captain Horatio Hornblower. That's me. Naturally. Quiet, Dennis. Continue, Don. Right now, with the air dead calm, the men are out in boats trying to tow the Lydia into a wind.
4: <laughs> Look
3: at those men. Well might Napoleon fear the likes of them. They've gone without fresh fruit for a year, without bread for seven months, without water for days, and for six whole weeks. They haven't heard, come on to my house. <laughs> Stout fellows. You're right, Captain, and that's why I'm afraid the men might mutiny. They haven't touched land for nearly a year. They're going crazy for the sight of a woman. Why? You wouldn't understand. <laughs> I wouldn't. Naturally.
4: <laughs> well, look,
3: man, men. Hark! A breeze, a breeze. By the great horn spoon, we whistle up a wind. Call the men back to the ship, Wilson. Aye, aye, sir. Back to the ship, men! Look
2: out, Wilson! Don't get too close to the anchor you... Man
4: overboard!
3: <laughs> good, good.
4: <laughs> look,
3: Captain, he's swimming for it. Come on, Wilson, just a few more strokes and... Captain, Captain, look at that man eating
4: shark Yeah,
3: look at that man eating that shark (laughs) Good man, Wilson, stout fellow
0: I'm only stuffing myself for you Never
3: mind, climb aboard, Wilson Captain Hornblower, look There's a ship off the port side Hmm, Let me take a look at it Hand me your glass Here you are, sir Not that one, the one you looked for That's better what does she look like, Captain? She flies the French flag, but she's no man of war. She'll soon surrender. Mate, fire a shot across her bow. One shot across the bow. Fire! <laughs> wind was against her.
4: <laughs> oh,
6: shall I fire another
3: shot, Captain? No need for that. She's running up the white flag. Send a boat over and bring back the prisoners. I'll be in my cabin. Aye, aye, sir. Come in. Uh, it's me, sir. I have the captain of the French ship. And, sir, uh, they had a woman passenger aboard, so uh, I brought her, too. A woman, eh? Well, bring the captain in. I want to question him first.
7: Naturally.
4: (laughs) You stay out of this.
3: Bring him in, mate. Come on in with you. Get in. Hmm. Are you the captain of that French ship? Oui, You sail from the port of Marseille. We. Oui. And you're carrying a woman aboard. We. Oui. What does a woman look like? Wow. Wow. Oui. We.
4: Well, I won't bother
3: with him. Throw him in iron. I'll question the woman. Where is she? Right outside, sir.
4: <laughs> oh,
3: there she is. I'll talk to her. Mademoiselle J. Monte, parley avec
5: vous. Hello, Captain.
3: Wait a minute. You speak English.
5: I am English. What's that? Captain!
3: You better get her ladyship below decks. The men are becoming unruly. All right. Don't worry, your ladyship. You're safe with me.
5: Naturally. <laughs>
3: Thank you, your ladyship. Now just come along with... Ship off the starboard bow! What kind is she? She's a Spanish galleon.
6: A galleon? Good, that's a quart for each of (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: us. Oh,
6: oh, oh, Harris, many brave hearts are asleep in the deep, but you're awake every minute. (laughs)
3: Last year, by this time, he'd be gone already. All right, men, clear the decks for action. Wait, Captain, the Spaniards are putting out a small boat. Yeah, look, standing in the prow is El Supremo, and four of his crew are rowing him this way. One of them is rowing with a guitar. <laughs> <laughs>
4: El frío
2: se murió, el frío se murió. Lucky strikes, me find the black hole. Hey, kido, disumprarada. Iroco, no rap, no papis rap. Corriota de deslamada. Lucky strikes, or very mellow. Hey, l'hurra, ya la flor. Our El Supremo say Call me around the day We're getting lucky today Smoke a lucky A no triste day Su suerte Smoke a lucky Que bien pronto de llegar that we could get a rhyme for lucky strike right just one more time we could say that it is sublime small block is mine means find the barcode yes find the barcode on the bar Yes, L.S.M.F.D. <laughs> Captain,
6: Captain, El Supremo's boat
3: is alongside us. Mate, prepare to fire a salute in El Supremo's honor and be ready to pipe him aboard. Aye, aye, sir. Guns, Fire!
0: Company, attention! In honor of El Supremo, type them aboard!
7: Which one of you commoners is the Capitan?
3: <laughs> I am El Supremo.
7: When you saw me approach, you fired an 11-gun salute.
3: That's right, I hope you liked it
7: Like it? Pig, I am insulted I am El Supremo I am accustomed to a 23 gun salute
3: But El Supremo, I can only use 11 guns
7: But you have many more What are you doing with the rest of the guns?
3: I'm making puffs rice
7: <laughs> It's
3: awfully good with the difference. Quiet,
7: Commoner. One so lowly as yourself does not speak direct to El Supremo If you have anything to say, discuss it with my prime minister over there
3: Yes, sir Excuse me. Are you, are you El Supremo's prime minister? See. Si. Is it true that he holds his prisoners for ransom? See. Si. And is the ransom a thousand bushels of beans? See. Si. What kind of beans? Soy. Soy. See. Si. Wait a minute. Haven't I seen you before? See. Si. Where? A few minutes ago I was a French captain The French captain. We We, see. Wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. How can you be a French captain one minute and a Spanish prime minister the next? I'm also a woodpecker.
5: <laughs>
4: you ruined the whole thing. I'm going to finish this sketch
0: Going home. The 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 the, 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 that's
3: all, folks. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, our stockpile of blood plasma has been gravely depleted by the demands of the Korean campaign, and it is imperative that action be taken to ensure an adequate supply ready for immediate use. As General Ridgway said... Every American who has given blood can and should feel he personally has contributed directly to the saving of the life of an American boy. So please go to the blood bank in your cities and contribute. It's needed badly. This is an urgent request. Thank you. we'll
0: be back in a minute. But first...
2: Be happy, go lucky. Be happy, go lucky. Strike, be happy, go lucky. Lucky Strike
1: today. Friends, do you know why we say Lucky's taste better than any other cigarette? Well, the taste of anything is determined by two things. What goes into it and how it's put together. This is 100% true when it comes to cigarettes. Just consider these facts. Lucky's are made of fine, light, mild tobacco. Better tasting tobacco. Yes, LSMFT, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. And there's no substitute for fine tobacco. Don't let anybody tell you different. What's more, this fine tobacco is carefully made into a cigarette that's uniformly round and firm, free from annoying loose ends that stick to your lips. Every Lucky is always fresh and smooth smoking. Yes, you can depend on Lucky's fine tobacco and superior workmanship to make Lucky's taste better than any other cigarette. Try a carton soon. Be happy. Go Lucky!
3: happy, go lucky, be happy, go lucky,
0: strike. Be happy, go lucky, go lucky, strike today. Good night. This
3: is the CBS Radio Network. KNX Los Angeles.